Hello out there. Welcome back to Go Team Video, the podcast where the AMPM video team watch a movie and talk about it along with everything else that's going on. I'm Michael Sadler, and I'm joined today by Daly Singleton, Abigail Johnson, and Courtney Warner. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you. I'm super stoked. I haven't been waiting my whole life for this call. <laughs> and you've picked, the, uh, you've picked for us the 2007 Ghost Rider, and this is oh, going to yeah. be episode 41. 42. <laughs> Oh. You just asked <laughs> me before right we went live. <laughs> right, off to a good start. Off to a good start. Uh, oh, I love it. I love when you confirm something and then immediately get it wrong. Um, all right. Let's just dive right in and get to uh, our first impressions. Uh, so would you like to go first, Courtney? You're our guest. Yeah. You picked the movie. Let's hear yeah. what you got to say. What was your first impression of Ghost Rider? I mean, I thought it was the most badass movie ever made at the time. Um, it came out in 2007. I was like 13, 14 years old. And I wasn't totally allowed to watch it because I was raised super religious. But some of the other more like cool kids in like church youth group and whatnot uh, were able to see it. And they were like, that's the best movie ever made. And then <laughs> eventually I got my little paws on it. And it it was true. It's like fresh off of like Nick Cage and National Treasure just a you know, few years before. So I was just like... I was in the cage rage, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I love it. It's so I'm, I love it knowing that it is not a good movie. And, and it's not even like bad enough to be like a, a great bad movie. It's just not a good movie, you know, but I love it. Yeah, it's got its moments. It's got its good bad moments for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember feeling similarly about Blade at that age. I was just like going around in my room and like doing Blade moves and like just thought it was the epitome of badassery when that came out. All right, Blade. Abby, what do you think yeah. of the film? Um, believe it or not, I had never seen this movie before. Oh wow! Right. I, oh shit! You know, I <laughs> here we go. I certainly knew of it, knew what it was about, and it was based on a comic book. I just never got around to watching it, and it's not because I don't like Nick Cage. I like him for, um, you know. Mostly ironic reasons now, but um, I uh, I thought it was a pretty okay movie critically, um, but you know I think it like had many moments where it unintentionally made me laugh out loud. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, <laughs> which is always nice. Uh, um, I I thought the effects were like pretty decent for it being you know, like, 15 years old now at this point. Like, I thought they mm -hmm. were, like, decent, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but it was a it was a wild ride. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely yeah. was. All right, well, Daly, you, what, Daly. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, watching, so I feel like I had suppressed this movie. Like, it was, like, watching it this time, I was like, oh, fuck, I've seen this movie at least three times. Like watching it, I was like, I've seen this movie, so like I know everything that what's going. Like I've seen all of this already, you know. Like it was so familiar to me. I I think it was just a movie that was on in my parents' house a lot for some reason. Like my stepdad watched it a lot or some shit like that, and like so it was just like there in my life. It was just Ghost Rider was always a constant. I feel like for a period of my life, and then I forgot all of that and moved on. And this unlocked 
some weird nostalgia for me. Um, and playing the game kind of did too. We did a pre-stream uh, where we checked out the PS2 game uh, that is kind of similar to the movie. Like, there's like all the actors are not in it, but they have like slightly different likenesses and stuff like that. Like, it, it's all and like everyone's Uncanny doing Valley like an version. impression. Yeah, all the voice actors are like yeah doing impressions of the actors in the movie, but the plot is not necessarily the the movie plot. Like Nick Cage or Ghost Rider goes straight to hell when he tries to leave and he falls off his motorcycle. He just falls into a pit into hell into a hell portal, and uh, the game takes place mostly in hell. So uh, quite different of a plot, but um, and I don't think the movie's very good. I agree with you, Courtney. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's very good, but it it's hard for me to not have fun watching it at the same time. Yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, it's also it's also not Nick Cage's best performance. No. Uh, you know, <laughs> and God, just the the father son dynamic in the beginning and just that whole setup is just so just oh, my God, I, it's I can't I can't handle it. It's so bad <laughs> yeah so I love bad. That he's like, cringy. they're in the trailer and he's like takes the pack of cigarettes out of his hands like <laughs> like anyone else would take a bottle out of someone's hands like yeah. you've had too much of these pop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um speak, speaking of the beginning of that movie i oh sorry you gotta you gotta give your impression i'm so sorry no it's Michael. okay oh, that's it's okay it's, we, it's, hey, we're, totally we're very friendly with uh with interjection here so i um so i did actually I, for a long time i had a stand-up joke um based on the opening scenes of ghost rider and i can't fucking remember it for the life of me i think i just it was so bad but it was like i i referenced like he makes a deal with the devil he wishes for his father to be healthy and then he makes him healthy but then he dies like the next day immediately and i used to reference that a lot in uh one of my in one of my jokes and I wish I could remember the joke. I think all of it was just bad. And I, someone told me it was really bad. So I just kind of <laughs> stopped telling it. <laughs> oh, I love bad jokes. Uh, I got plenty. <laughs> I love bad movies too. And this is definitely one of yeah. them. Um, but yeah. it's so much fun. It's just like they really drive home this like stupid motorcycle thing. Like bringing, bringing in Peter Fonda and like, playing on the easy rider stuff and just the music and all of it. And Sam Elliott, I don't know. It's, it's all like kind of like macho and stupid, but uh, it, I love Nicholas Cage. I've, I've always loved him. Um, and this isn't his best performance, but he's still, he's still trying. He's doing, you know, he always shows up for something and tries, he tries trying to give it something. And I was reading that he like wrote certain scenes, which Actors oh should just God. never do. Oh, what? I'm excited to hear about that. <laughs> That's wild. It's like you just should stay away from the that part of it. Just yeah. be just be Johnny Blaze. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Do you know uh, which scenes he wrote? No, I have to find that out more. I just okay. that was one of the little tidbits that I read about it. Um but yeah, I saw it when it came out and I was like very excited because I was waiting to see him in a in a comic book role. I know how much he loves comic books and he was almost in that Kevin Smith Superman movie that never went anywhere. I would have loved right. to see what that would have turned oh, into. Wow. Same. <laughs> it would have been weird <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was kind of it was exciting to see him 
get to do this. And then it was just sort of, I watched it and I was like, oh, that kind of blew. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, I saw the, and, and then I saw the second one and I really, I actually like the second one. I, you're not the first person. I've <laughs> heard it's multiple good. people yeah. say good. the second one is, is, is all right. Mm-hmm. It's pretty Damn. cool. But there's so many things I like about this movie, though. I mean, it, I get to see, I get to watch Nicolas Cage do some very Nicolas Cage things in it. Uh, yeah. Like the transformation scene is so Oh, it's fun so good. Yeah. He's, like, he's doing his full tilt thing and like the effects do look really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I love uh, seeing Donald Logue in anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so yeah. You're a fan, Donald Logue stan. Of- I like, at this I point like, yeah how many times yeah. have we brought that dude up on this show well he was in sneakers <laughs> and blade yeah and something else i can't remember but all in all i i liked it again on, on the second watch it like i got bored in moments but i i enjoyed mm-hmm. it for what it was and um it's very poorly written but i had a, a fun time <laughs> yeah yeah the dialogue is absolutely atrocious and i just yeah i rewatched it yesterday too and i was just like this is terrible like no one talks like this yeah it does seem very off like they're mm-hmm. i don't know it seems like stiff <laughs> yes very especially stiff. when he Extremely. becomes ghost writer yeah look into my eyes look into my Evil. eyes like, what eyes there's uh there's a move in the game one of the special moves a ghost rider just goes look into my eyes and like grabs the enemy and like stares at him <laughs> it's, main, it's like his main thing oh yeah. i will it's yeah. a special move but i put on the cheats so i could just do the special move like over and over again that's why you heard it all the time nice yeah oh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> Uh, All right, cool. Daily, do you have some numbers for us? I do have some numbers. Gonna run down some numbers. Uh, Let's see here. This movie is Ghost Rider, two thousand seven. February of two thousand seven is when it released. It has a runtime of one hundred and ten minutes. It has a budget of one hundred and ten million. So look at that. First time the runtime and the budget is lined up. It's you know. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then we got a box office of 228 million. This movie Hell yeah. definitely nice. did well in the box office. I saw it in oh theaters. <laughs> I think that was the you first time I saw it. I contributed. Um, let's see. And it did it, internationally, it did basically just as well as it did domestically. Like there's 115 wow. million from domestic and then 113 million from international. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy I wonder wow. if that's off of Nick. Nick Cage's star power alone. I think Nick Cage is pretty successful overseas, right? Like in other yeah. in other countries. I think so. Um, he's done like he's definitely done foreign films, and I think they've done mm-hmm. better than they've done here. You yeah. Know? Mm. Uh, so that's the budget numbers and whatnot. Those are like the hard. I read daily numbers. that uh, the budget started at seventy million uh, when they were developing this movie, and then Nick Cage came on board, and then it doubled. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my for God. His, like, for his salary, and then, like, they, he he insisted that it would just be, like, kind of more ramped up in terms of effects and stuff. I wonder how it would have looked, like, had he not been, had he not had a hand in it, like, would it have been, like, more underwhelming, or, like... Hmm. I don't know. I think it would have been like honestly, Nick Cage does so much to make this movie watchable. 
Like, yeah. I think it would yeah. just have been so disappointing if it if it was someone that didn't have just kind of the humor that Nick Cage brings. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like, I, yeah, yeah. You need to be able to laugh at this movie. I feel like, and I feel like he's yeah. like has like a cult following. Like, mm-hmm. oh, for sure. I don't know. I told you about that guy like met on a dating app one time who was like obsessed with Nick Cage and just <laughs> wanted to talk about him. And I was like, I don't know. I wonder if I should meet you. <laughs> I would like to get the name of that person afterward because I think I maybe have dated this person. <laughs> there's a lot of people yeah. that are. There might Cage be a couple stands. of them out there. Yeah, there's yeah. quite a bit. I don't remember his name, but I could certainly identify him in a photo. <laughs> okay, I'll we'll we'll connect afterward. I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do a lineup. Um, yeah, he might he might be. I don't want no I'm not gonna dox the guy god bless him you know he's living his best (laughs) life but it was a little weird I will say he I had not I don't think I had seen Mandy before I met him and then I watched Mandy and I was like okay I fucking like this movie a lot actually (laughs) you gave you something yeah yeah. I mean it is always interesting amazing Nick Cage performances oh for sure when you're when you date somebody and they're really really into something and you're like oh mm-hmm. is this gonna be me am I gonna am I gonna be wearing a Nick Cage shirt in like two months yeah like <laughs> how far in do I have to go yeah Man. I kind of knew that that wasn't gonna happen it it really was just like am I ever going to get anywhere with this person <laughs> like, maybe, yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah I've def- definitely been there before too I yeah there's a guy that I dated and he he introduced me to some cool like shit you know like different like shows and movies and stuff but like only through his intense passion for them so there was a point where yeah. it's like this is all that you like thank you for uh, giving for giving me knowledge and wisdom about these things but I, you know so I, I get it it was mainly yeah. Channel Five, um, the YouTube channel. Uh, Andrew Callaghan. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love that YouTube channel. I do too. I got. I have. A, I have a, one of his sweatshirts. I am a fan. Hell yeah! I, I need to get Hell some yeah. merch. Right on. Um, he makes good merch. So, getting back to some numbers, uh, let's talk about the music. Uh, Christopher Young composed the Ghostwriter score. In addition, the band Spiderbait. Uh, a band that Johnson befriended during filming in Australia performed a cover of Ghost Riders in the Sky for the end credits. Yeah, and uh, it uh, slaps. It does. The mm-hmm. the soundtrack has it's a. It's what? Yeah. No, go ahead. What? What did you say? It's a lot cheaper to get rights for the lyrics to the song than it is to actually use oh, the song. Oh, interesting. A lot, a lot of people end up doing covers for yeah. movies and shows and stuff. Significantly cheaper. Do, do y'all know what <laughs> Sad Bastard covers are? No. I've heard of them. So it's basically, you know how like a ton of movie trailers and game trailers have like modern versions of like oh, songs? Oh, like, I'm going to slow this down yeah. and make it or, like, like sad, and Yeah, emo versions of songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so like that's, that's what a Sad Bastard song is. Uh, sad Bastard <laughs> cover. Um, here's some... That trend needs to die. Y'all want to hear some yes. track names? <laughs> Yeah. Names yes. of these these songs. Uh, we've got "Artistry in Death," <laughs> <laughs> a thing for wow. Karen Carpenter. <laughs> oh my god! More sinister than popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> my god, these are good. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Blood signature. 
Uh, <laughs> About wonder what scene that was used for. Th- this is oh yeah right. Uh, this is one of my favorites. Uh, serenade to a daredevil's devil. <laughs> 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 Wow, that's yeah, so on yeah, point. Yeah, I know. Oh my it's god. Just fantastic. Amazing. Um so uh like we already said, this game did also have a, a, a multiple video game releases. We had a PSP version, a PS2 version, and a Game Boy Advance version of the Ghost Rider game. And it, it was done as marketing materials for the movie. Uh it came out the same year, pretty close to the film. And uh, real quick, while we're on the video game, I won't talk too much more about it, but this is kind of my thing. And when there's a cool connection to video games, I have to point it out. Sam Barlow is the designer for this game, the PS2, and I think just the PS2 one. um, Okay. Which is like the main one. Sam Barlow is a really cool game designer that has made uh, some really interesting games, most notably... Uh, the Silent Hill Shattered Memories game. It was for the Wii. And it actually, yeah. its main mechanic was that you would go in, in like, in between gameplay segments, you would be having a session with, a like, a shrink, like a, a psychologist and, or a psychiatrist, and uh, you would basically be, like, answering different things. And then when you would play the gameplay parts, it would use the answers you gave to scare you more. So, like, if you, you know, if you answered, you know, you were scared of one thing, it would, like, use more of that thing in the game. Or, like, one example is that you have to, like, color this, like, home, the color of your childhood home. And then when you play it, when you play the game, you go into the home in a section and it's, like, the color you drew it in, like, the earlier section of the game with the the session. Um, and so he's kind of known for doing interesting things like that that are, like, gameplay mechanics you don't see in really any other game. Um, That's cool. Yeah. And then that is really cool. Yeah. He, he, his like, he, he eventually got to make some games of his own that weren't like already existing properties. Uh, most like the first one that was really big is called her story. And it's like, you're solving a, like a murder case by watching like, uh, inter- what is it called? Is it, interrogation clips you're like Mm -hmm. you have access to this old like computer in in, like the basement of a a police station and you're like watching these old clips on like a fake operating system like a fake windows 95 and but all the clips are like full motion video they're they're not like uh rendered graphics and that one's really cool too um but yeah that's a little bit about sam barlow i had to bring that up because i had no clue until i started doing this research and um sam barlow everything he's worked on has gotten pretty good pretty good reviews including the ghostwriter game which has more positive reviews than the movie <laughs> uh, that makes sense nice uh, yeah that's amazing so um <laughs> for example this is in the, i'll end the number section on this uh the critical response for the Ghost Rider movie on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an approval rating of 26%. Uh, wow. Let's see. That's uh, a lot. And, <laughs> and if you go over to um, uh, Metacritic for uh, the video game, which is essentially like Rotten Tomatoes for, you know, I think mm-hmm. there's movies on Metacritic as well, but uh, 54 out of 100. 
for the video game. So, so nice. twice as much. Yeah. Almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The highest score the game got was a six point seven five out of ten. Oh wow! Yeah, nice. That seems a little high. Interesting. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Especially compared to the movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's where I will end. Oh, uh, oh! This film was nominated for a Razzie Award. By the way, I thought you were gonna say Oscar, and I'm like, fuck yeah! This movie was nominated for an Oscar. Best picture. Best 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 uh song cover. Yes, best actor. For, spider, for the spider yeah. baits or whatever their name is. Uh, Swept the Oscars that year. We all spider forgot about it. Yeah, we did. Best uh, CGI abs, you know, all of Yeah, it. best CGI abs. <laughs> yeah, I have a little tidbit about that. Uh oh, I can't wait. So I'll get into oh. the fun facts here. Uh <clears throat> first off, Nicholas Cage had to have his ghostwriter tattoo covered up with makeup before he could play the role. So it's a little wow. meta in there. Very meta. That's oh cute. Like, how long did he have that before the movie? Right. <laughs> like he got the role and he's like, I'm getting came. this fucking tattoo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's always in debt. He just, really can't, he just keeps getting dumb shit. He's just getting all the tattoos of every role he's ever played. So this one is kind of cool. Nicolas Cage's computer-generated skull was made from a three-dimensional X-ray taken of his actual skull. So the Ghost Rider skull you see is his his skull. That's what it looks like if you pull his skin off. Okay, that's wild. Um, That is. Yeah. Uh, So he uh, he he lobbied furiously to play this part, and Mm. obviously you don't say no to Nicolas Cage. Can't. It would be terrifying to say. Could you imagine saying no to that man? <laughs> I couldn't do terrifying. it. Terrifying. <laughs> so, mean, according to an interview, there was a time where he in, couldn't say no to any offers. You know, that's mm-hmm. also true. <laughs> also, that. <laughs> uh, according to an interview that he gave to New York Times in 2010, this movie was made during the middle of West Bentley's decade-long, extremely serious addiction to cocaine and heroin. He said in an interview that he only accepted any movie roles during that time so that he would have money to buy enough drugs. Oh my God. Uh, Whose character is that? Wes Bentley is uh, uh, the little, the the, like, son of the devil. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Blackheart or whatever? Edward Cullen. Or Darkheart, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Blackheart. At least he's not in denial. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That's that's interesting. That is, huh? That's probably why Nicolas Cage took some roles too, but we just don't oh, hear yeah. about oh, it. for sure. About we don't talk about. He that. is oh, in denial. <laughs> yeah, just in denial. <laughs> uh, so this is one of very few comics, uh, Marvel comic movies that Stanley didn't appear in because he had no involvement in the creation of the original Ghost Rider. Mm, okay. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Uh, oh, sorry. I was in. A, I was one. I often wonder, like, what, what would it be like to see Ghost Rider in the MCU? Because he's technically indestructible. So, how would he have squared off against Thanos? You know? Yeah. Just, right. just, just my uh, my very intelligent thoughts that I. I, have. I think I I will take Nicholas Cage's Ghost Rider over uh, Chris Chris Pratt's uh, Peter Quill or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't like that. Uh. <laughs> the director. I don't like Guardians of the, the Galaxy. Game. I don't know. Oh, hot take. I know. 
I got some shit. Stuff. People come up to me in public and are like, I can't believe you don't like Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> One person did that. One person did that. Oh Be a, a fan base. This is exciting. <laughs> it, it's more of just my friend approached me in public and said that to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you made it sound so much cooler. I know. Oh, and this then is amazing. I didn't, well, we kept peeling it further and further back, so I didn't want to, you know, didn't want to mislead uh, anybody. The, the writer and director, Mark Steven Johnson, put forward his own money to make an action sequence in which Ghost Rider battles a helicopter. Awesome. I feel like oh that's God. just that's wrong. <laughs> Don't put yeah. your own money into this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess he made it back. I'm gonna but... pay for this one scene. <laughs> yeah. Studio I won't think... shoot my fucking helicopter scene. <laughs> I I really laughed when I was watching the credits roll because I realized Mark Steven Johnson is like if you take my dad and my stepdad and put their names together, it's literally <laughs> that <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> nice i don't know it's kind of stupid the personal connection it's funny yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a family thing it's a family yeah thing. <laughs> rumors persist that nicholas cage's abs in the movie were cgi but writer and director mark <laughs> stephen johnson refutes this on his dvd audio commentary okay okay oh, okay my bad oh, i think the tacos Sorry. are here i think the tacos are here everybody <laughs> the tacos are here Delivery. That's exciting. Hey. With wine. Holy shit. Hello, Hi. Lana. This is a very lovely podcast first. Beautiful. Also, I want, speaking of food, I did Bye, have Lana. to do the, the martini glass. Oh, my candy. gosh. Courtney. <laughs> That's incredible. Just incredible oh my god oh my god that's that so was funny. amazing that was so good <laughs> what kind of candy you got in there sour patch kids baby oh nice mm. nice the best yes i good think choice. Good out, choice. Of, go out of jelly beans <laughs> I, don't, jelly I saw beans. he had like jelly beans or like gummy worms or something but this is what they had at Publix, and i like them more so yeah, yeah i yeah i would I choose hate. those over uh jelly beans yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I Be the ghost like rider you want to see in the world, you know? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. I only I like got the, the whole... jelly beans. <laughs> Those are good. Those are good. I get the whole the whole candy and the martini glass thing. He doesn't want to drink because it gives him bad like dreams or whatever, but I don't get the Karen Carpenter stuff. Yeah. I don't either. I never, that never clicked with me. I think it's it like, just it calms him down. It's a bit of esoteria. Yeah, it's like I just love don't 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 step on Karen. Don't don't step don't on step Karen. Karen. <laughs> I I do feel um, like some of those scenes, like him with like the Spider Monkey documentary, was trying to show him having depth. Like he's more than just like the yeah. face. He's more than yeah. you know. He's like, oh, I'm intelligent and I like things. I don't want to just drink beer with my bros. And it's like you can also yeah. do that and have a brain. It's okay. Right. But it was 2007. <laughs> it was a simpler time. I see. I, I just, as soon as he turns on the TV, just cackling, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that really got me. I'm like, what is even happening that's so funny? I know. Like, Nothing is that funny. The way I read it is that, you know, he has this like constant thing he's trying to suppress, like the ghostwriter mm. he's trying to suppress. So mm. this, these are things that allow him to turn off his brain, you know, like... He wants the monkey videos because he just it can ignore everything else and just laugh at the monkeys, you know? Mm -hmm. He's got a lot of compartmentalization yeah. happening. Yeah. 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 That's true. And he uh, doesn't want to watch himself. Like, no, I can't drink. It him. gives me nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the film debut of Rebel Wilson. It is. I know that. Yeah. What? Cameo? 
As soon yes. as I saw this, I was like, motherfucker, that is Rebel Wilson. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the girl from the alley who like, he saves. Oh, my God. And then, wow. Okay. She's like, like yeah, talking him yeah, up yeah. on the yeah. television. It's all like, yeah, interview. you know, he has he had like the burning skull and stuff, but it like really worked for him, you know? Like that was just, it was her perfect Rebel Wilson-ness before and it even happened. That really made me sure. think of Courtney. It says I leave bite marks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the tattoo. <laughs> Is this that, movie that kind of a vampire movie? Because uh, she was like, kind of sexualizing his skeleton. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, oh god. My, my whole comedy, my whole brand, my whole <laughs> yeah. right now, the era that I'm in right now is yeah. <laughs> uh, just uh, glorifying the type of men that I'm attracted to. Um, just oh, a specific yes, type of. I know the joke you're talking about. Ghostwriter types. Yeah yeah. 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 And I think that's probably, that was probably the impetus of that. That and like maybe Harry Potter. I don't know. Uh, like those two <laughs> movies together. Yeah. yeah. Kind of inferred that. No, I'm trying to change my ways. You know, that's just all for an act. I try to, I'm trying to branch out to other types of white men at this point, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there's so oh many options. Goodness. There's just, yeah. A, yeah, there's a whole like rainbow of. <laughs> whole, whole like nice uh, Pantone palette of beige yeah. that I have not gotten to yet. <laughs> um, time is um, running out. <laughs> I thought this was cool. The, uh, to create Ghostwriter's voice, the sound designer, Dane A. Davis, recorded all of Nicolas Cage's lines as a Ghostwriter and then filtered them through three different kinds of animal growls mm. played backwards, covering three separate frequencies then played them through a mechanical volumizer before finally giving them like a fiery crackle. And the director compared it to like a deep demonic mechanical lion's roar and said, one thing for sure, his voice will shake the theater. <laughs> Did it? It didn't shake know. my iPad, but. <laughs> <laughs> Your iPad just cool. starts freaking out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. Oh, Nicolas Cage is an avid comics fan, as we know, and he took a surname Cage from Luke Cage. His son's name is Kal-El, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, he was previously <laughs> considered to nerd. play Green Goblin in Spider-Man and huh. Superman in Tim Burton's aborted film project, but Ghost Rider is Cage's first role based on a comic character. Nice. And then he, la he later went on to do, uh, what was it? He was in Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was in, in uh, Spider-Verse. Uh, mm -hmm. Noir Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Noir Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Such a good movie. That's a great movie. That one's really good, yeah. Uh, Nick Cage and then, did... And just says here... Oh, go ahead. Uh, Nick Cage did voice Superman in an animated movie. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. I'll have to check that out. That's cool. Wow. It's, I really uh, don't like those DC animated movies anymore, but they do get good voice actors. They do. I heard Harley Quinn, the TV show on uh, HBO uh, Max, is really good. Uh, teen, I saw the teen first Titans season. I really go liked it. to the movies. It's in Teen oh, Titans cool. Go to the Movies. Uh, Superman is voiced by Nick Cage. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Uh, and the Green Lantern is is voiced by Lil Yachty. <laughs> oh my God! What? Uh, Wonder Woman is is voiced by the singer Halsey. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, what a cast! Casting, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, this is the last one I'll give. Uh, they wanted to give Torch Lady uh -oh. in the Columbia oh, Pictures whoops. logo. There we okay, go. Okay, we're back. We're good. We got you back. 
They wanted to give the torch person and the lady in the Columbia Pictures logo a Ghost Rider transformation, but Sony wouldn't let them do it. Ah, bummer. <laughs> Little bitches. Let them play with the logo. It's fun. Right. Yeah. Come like, on. logo's so old. Like, just let them do something <laughs> fun, you know? Yeah. Man. Oh, the, I will, this is the last one, actually. The last, the, the two people they considered before Nicolas Cage were Johnny Depp and Eric Bana. I'm oh, so wow. glad Johnny Depp isn't in this movie. <laughs> Which, would it, yeah. yeah, I can't imagine either of those people. No, that would <laughs> both would have been very painful to watch, like not in a fun yeah. way, you know. Yeah. Oh, Nick Cage can't is so much Johnny better. Depp being very funny in it. No, no neither no. one of them. It would have been no. awful. It would have just been so yeah. bad. Yeah, been droll. Yes. Have, have you all ever seen The Sorcerer's Apprentice? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that one's that one's a rough <laughs> one seen too. Most Nicholas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> I would think I would rather watch Ghost Rider than Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's probably doing a more in-depth character in that movie. Oh, I don't think so. But, I don't think so. Well, that's what we're, we're just going to have to do at this point on the yeah, podcast. Yep, yeah, Sorcerer's Apprentice is <laughs> up next, everybody. <laughs> is that right, it Abby, for fun facts? <laughs> Do you want to, you want a, a minute or two to finish up? We'll keep talking. We, can, we got some other stuff we can talk uh, about. You know, you know what? Something we didn't yeah. introduce. Do we really say like what Courtney does, you know, and why Courtney's no, on I'm the so show? No, I'm so bad at this. No, uh, let's do that. I just need like two minutes. Yeah, do let's it. do that real yeah. quick. <laughs> cool. Um, oh, you can, are you going to prompt Michael? me or should I? Just <laughs> well, I was just going to say that you are a very funny uh, stand-up comedian here in nashville thank you um and i see you appearing like literally all over the place and in different cities and you seem to be very very busy um and tell us a little bit about how you got started and and what it's like to be a comedian in nashville and any shows that you have coming up yeah no thank you uh thank you for the nice words um sometimes you don't i don't i, I think it's probably common for most people who who are creative or or whatever but it's you never think that you're doing a good job because you're just like in it you know and so thank you for that. Um, yeah, I got into stand-up about six years ago, and I moved here to be a musician. I wanted to be a session musician here in Nashville. <clears throat> Studied guitar for uh, eight years, you know, all that stuff, and moved here um, and didn't like it. Like, I just didn't, I realized it wasn't something I wanted to do. And um, then just by a series of just a lot of random events in my life, I'm like, you know, I'll just try doing stand-up. I don't, I think, like, I... I feel like there were a lot of like little things that happened, but the main thing was I was just watching The Office, uh, the American version of The Office one day, and I was like, that's funny. Why is that funny? I want to understand how that works. And that was kind of the end of it. I started going to open mics. I went to like East Room, Bobby's Idle Hour when they, well, they have one now, I guess, at the new one. But, and that was kind of the end of it. Um, yeah, for, uh, and I just recorded my first comedy album slash special um, in April that we're editing now and hopefully it'll be ready to be like widely released in October. We're kind of looking at some other places to release it, like some streaming platforms, maybe to release it. Um, if anything, cool. it'll end up on YouTube where a lot of them end up, which is also fine. Um, but hopefully and that's going to be like titled a, uh, pointy boys. Is that right? Pointy boys. Yeah. It's um, that's um, amazing. It, thank you. Thank you. And then um, I have a weekly show at the Bowery vault. Um, it's every Wednesday at seven o'clock. It's a, a showcase at the beginning and then an open mic afterward. Um, and I've been doing that since March and mainly just letting comics from out of town or local comics come through and just work on stuff in a safe environment, you know, just a comfortable place just to kind of just be weird. And really I have no restrictions. Just maybe if you're not a black person, don't say the N word. That's my main one, you know, maybe no <laughs> right. gay slurs, 
those are just ones that I just don't really, I don't vibe with those personally. Neither does the business, but um, yeah, just for any, just for a place for comics to just come and be weird and experimental and stuff. And then I'm trying to think what else I have um show at dive motel on um, the 21st, which is a Sunday. And then uh, red bicycle at the end of the month to the one on uh, West side. I'm not sure when this is releasing, but you know, so uh, yeah, this will be, it's not going to be this week. It'll be next week. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of those shows, actually the uh, dive motel, red bicycle, Bowery vault, all those will be uh, like the last week of August. So, okay, nice. cool. Yeah. So we'll have, we'll come out in time for oh, people yeah. to catch you uh, at nice. those, at those shows. Um, we'll plug it again at the end of the podcast, but go ahead and say your uh, socials or where people can, oh. can follow you. Yeah, definitely. So Instagram and Facebook is Courtney Warner 13 and that's Courtney with no you. Um, and then because I was not quick, quick enough on Twitter or TikTok, it's Courtney Warren without the R 13. <laughs> so there's just a lot of missing letters. <laughs> um, so basically I made it so you can't find me anywhere. <laughs> Your brain fills in the rest, you know? Yes, yeah, it does. Yeah. Autofill. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are my main ones. Um, but Instagram's probably the best one because I connect it to everything else. So cool. Cool. All right. So do you find yourself going on other people's podcasts often? Um, are there other are comedy podcasts in Nashville or? Yeah, I've done. I've, I've been lucky enough since kind of I started doing comedy. I've been able to be a guest on a lot of people's podcasts, whether it's generally comedy or just like kind of like, a, you know, like a Mark Maroney, just like talking about stuff kind of thing. Um, so mm-hmm. a lot of those. I actually had a couple of podcasts. Um, they only recently ended just because we couldn't we couldn't really get together anymore. We were doing it via Zoom, kind of similar to this. Um, but everyone's lives just got busy. I had a comedy improv podcast where we improvised a true crime, like a, a, tr- a fake true crime every week based on suggestions. <laughs> that um, so that was super fun. We did about 50 episodes of that. And it just got a, just got to be a little too labor intensive with like the editing and all of that stuff. Um, and then I also had a movie podcast for a while called High Five the Podcast. And I came on later on as a host, but they had done like over 200 or so episodes before I came on as a, as a, as like a new co-host. Um, and yeah, we just listed, like, we would pick like a top five director or top five, like movie moments or top five movie parents or whatever. And we would list like our top five of all oh, time. That's and fun. Yeah. So yeah, we did like, I think the last one was like top five Edgar Wright movies, I think was the last one. So okay. yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. So yeah, those are my, and oh, then, yeah. yeah. Whenever anyone just lets me flap my jaws on any podcast, I, I'm, I'm a slut for podcasts, especially if I don't have to leave my house. This is amazing. It's the best, isn't it? And, and then nice. we, oh, so we nice. get to do it live on Twitch for yeah. people to watch, you know, so it's it's it doubles as convenient and uh, more multifaceted that way. Because now we get to have yeah. our YouTube numbers are better than our audio numbers in terms of views and stuff. So it's like, it's interesting. Uh, I was going to ask you. Yeah, it's always interesting how people come to it. Yeah. And how they, yeah, how they, how people listen video. to podcasts. And yeah. They don't. Mm-hmm. They watch them predominantly. Yeah. I was, fuck I was Joe Rogan. Yeah. Fuck Joe Rogan. There's plenty <laughs> of other good video podcasts. Uh, I was going to ask you, what's your, you said you had your own podcast. What's your experience mm-hmm. with doing that back end stuff? And like, like, was it, how yeah. long did it take you to build any sort of an audience? Like what, like, how do you, how did you feel about those days when no one was listening? Because, you know, that's how mm-hmm. every, you know, I feel like everyone kind of starts like that. And I don't know, right. we haven't had anyone else to, that can really share that perspective. So uh, see if yeah. you, what your thoughts were on that. 
Yeah, it was. Um, I didn't do a ton of the editing, um, and that we had another woman um, on on the podcast for the improv one that she did a lot of the editing, and then we ended up getting picked up by a small network that then they had editors that worked with us, and we kind of executive produced where you know we'd hear like the the, the final cuts and stuff, but they kind of handled that towards um, towards the end of like not towards like the middle end of our time making podcasts, which we worked with uh, with that network. Um, and yeah, it was hard because I mean, even still, I'm just like I have. We can look at the numbers like on Anchor or Spotify or whatever, but like you, you really don't. I, I feel like it's maybe not the best judgment of that. I mean, it is because it's actual pure data, but like right. it's hard because people hear about it from other places or like they w listen to it on different platforms. And so I feel like I don't even know if we got that big of an audience to be on honest because it was just it would get kind of depressing to look at the numbers every, every week and be like, yeah. well, fuck. Uh, someone can go on a podcast and talk about stapling their butt cheeks together and get a million views. <laughs> and we're trying to create pure art here, like, or whatever, you know? So. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I look at the numbers every week and mm -hmm. we don't have great numbers. You know, we, I would say yeah. our average viewer count across everything is like 15, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I was just to average that. it out is like 50, around 15 people. I mean, some episodes have over a hundred views, you know, it, it, it sometimes there's spikes and stuff like and that. Flows, yeah. But like, I just always think about, because I've been listening to podcasts since like 2008. And like, I remember hearing people, you know, talk about how they had 10 listeners for like five years. You know what I mean? Like in, so it's like, I, that is why I still haven't gotten discouraged yet. And granted, we're only at episode 42. So, you right. know, we're still pretty young Not in terms 41. of podcasts, but, <laughs> uh, that's kind of what's kept me going is just thinking about how a lot of other people, how long other people did podcasts with, yeah. you know, practically no one listening, you know? Right. You just and act like people like, are listening. I feel like on a, on a certain level, you, you know, yeah. Yeah. You just have to do it for the fun of it and the enjoyment. And, and yeah, you know, I like it because we get to watch a movie and talk about it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, in, in a not really formal presentation, but something more formal than just, sitting around your house or talking mm -hmm. to a friend at a bar. Um, and it's nice to have that regimen of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to intentionally watch a movie for something. And, and it's just nice to kind of perpetuate that in your life. And the numbers will reflect what they reflect. I don't know. I, I have a kind of eh, attitude about it. Like it'll, it'll hit or it won't hit. And uh, yeah. in the meantime, it's fun to do. And it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of laughs and, you know, yeah. it's it's especially fun if it's truly a bad movie, because then there's just a lot yeah. more uh, to say about it, really. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, true. I really just enjoy doing it and mm -hmm. you yeah. know, same. making fun of a movie or, or sharing the same likeness for a movie. Like, you know, I think it's 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 really exciting and fun. And, you know, maybe, maybe one day we'll get there. But until then, we'll just keep. Keep on trucking. Yeah, keep oh, on yeah. trucking. Just and you know, it helps with you know exercising this muscle of talking into a microphone, you know, like Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, none of us really to be articulate about something. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I know Michael did it has more experience probably just because you host like the mouth hole, but like I never mm -hmm. this is the most I've yeah, ever I talked into a microphone and, before. And getting on the mic is something that I'm I'm a little bit more used to it. And Courtney, you know, you're, you're talking into a mic all the time as well. It's just, it's good yeah. to keep those, uh, those muscles uh, exercised. 
It is. And it's nice that it's like with podcasts, especially with one, like not maybe the one the improv one that I did because we were always doing characters, but with ones like this, it's like you're on, but it's casual. So you can really just kind of have your brain in a certain spot of like make jokes, make comments, be intelligent, but it's more relaxed. So it's a different like you're not full blown like like performing like to a big crowd, but you're also just like not chilling. And it's a nice middle ground to like kind of flex that muscle that yeah. I feel like it just helps me make make you a better communicator overall i think too Definitely. so that's yeah. kind of been nice but how'd you all meet how did you all end up getting together and, and doing this well um, uh oh go ahead uh, i, I was just gonna, gonna say, say like i feel like through the mouth hole really is i think how we all met if i'm putting it in a nutshell i don't think yeah. i should go into that's a good way to summarize it details, yeah. but yeah um what were you gonna say michael Oh, just that, like, uh, we, yeah, we met through the mouth hole, we became friends, and we all uh, were interested in filmmaking and just started working on music videos together. Yeah, uh, and that's kind awesome. of predominantly what we've done over the last, like, four years. Um, mm -hmm. And then we just do this because we love movies, and there's a billion of them to talk about, so. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. It makes <clears throat> sense. <laughs> yeah, and it's a uh, content that is evergreen, you know, you mm -hmm. just yeah. put it out. You can put it out every week and it's always there for whenever someone eventually watches that movie and Googles it and finds a podcast about it. And it just yeah. keeps, keeps going. Yeah. We try to have a nice variety. You know, we're not just doing like blockbuster films. We're not just doing indie films. We're not just or doing American releases. films. Mm -hmm. or current right. releases. Yeah. Or even just live action films, you know, we're just, we're trying to cover all our bases and, um, yeah, I normally don't eat a meal during the podcast, but you know, <laughs> it, it kind of came down to it. Hey, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. That's, that's all good. We <laughs> no, had a great I conversation. I like the looseness of it, you know, you that did. you and I both, uh, laid in bed to do the podcast at different times, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, for very different reasons, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, there's just like there's a looseness that I really like about it because you could yeah. just like eat your meal. It's no big deal. We can we can we get all the t talking to do in the yeah. world. Also, so. people on Twitch love to watch people eat food while they stream. They so do. It's it's totally fine. <laughs> I didn't want to make that weird, but that's probably you're probably yeah. going to be getting some spikes in certain countries. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least it was one of, like, the quieter meals I could have eaten. True. <laughs> like, it, was a, it was a soft taco shell. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I do have a suggestion for movies. For I don't have to be a guest on this, but have you all ever watched or reviewed Neil Breen's movies? No. No, but I've seen a few of them, and they're insane. They're, I, I mean, he's a former real estate agent who then decides to become an indie filmmaker. And this is, like, oh his real God. life. This is not a premise. He's made like six or seven movies and they're special. They're very special. That's amazing. Wow. They're incredible. I'm Mostly sci-fi. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh, no, Courtney, we'll definitely have to have you back to do Neil Breen. I would yeah. I would, I, yes. They're so doing... good. They're so terrible, but they're so good. And he really gives it his all. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, I'm, a... I'm into that. He's right like a white, low-budget Medea. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's I, wild. I feel like I'm doing the exact opposite. I'm like a filmmaker who's like now getting into real estate. Oh my gosh, oh. Abby, you are. That's so funny. <laughs> You're reverse Neil Green. <laughs> oh my God, what an honor. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, oh, right, wow. you, you guys want to you want to jump into the plot here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Get we back could. to Ghost Rider a little bit. Let's uh, dive into the plot. Yeah. All right. Time to go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie opens up. We see you know like a father son. Uh, they do like motorcycle tricks at you know fairs, carnivals, events, and um. There's definitely, like, uh, you know, some health problems we see in the father. He's, like, coughing a lot, but continues smoking. And um, the the his son, Johnny Blaze, he's, like, 17 at the time. He, um, it was, it was in a dream, was it not, that he, like, makes a deal with, the, with um, this he's demon. He's fixing his He's fixing his bike like outside okay. um, okay. and then this guy shows up. Sorry, I need to cut you off, but No, it's okay. Yeah, please please no, interject at any yeah, time. Yeah, I'm like I'm frequently taking notes while watching the movie, so sometimes I miss like, you know, key moments, but um Yeah, this demon Mephistopheles um you know, a- approaches him, reaches out to him, offering to cure his father's cancer in exchange for Johnny's soul. Um, and I feel like he didn't even really get to read the thing before he like he just kind of tricked him. Yeah, his thumb gets pricked, oh, and then sure. the, the blood drops. Yeah, that's cool. That'll work. <laughs> That'll hold up in in hell court. That's right. Yeah, he reads contracts. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, the the next morning Johnny awakens. It seems his father is feeling better than he has in years. He, you know, seems cured, but um, you know, kind of gets a big head about their performance and, you know, wants to make it as great as possible and unfortunately dies um, during, you know, their their stunts. But, uh, you know, I, I think this is like a, a, a price that he paid, you know, selling his soul to, to help his father. Um, it's kind of like I've I've been rewatching um, what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Or, or no, I guess I guess it's in the new season. In the new, he's like, yeah. the gems yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of I don't know, kind of makes me think of that. Did y'all he see like, the most recent you know, episode? Yeah. With the with Nandor's face. Yeah. yeah. Oh my! I was <laughs> laughing so hard. It, the Nando's face is getting progressively more pulled back throughout the episode. <laughs> and puffy. That, yeah, that could be a fun movie, also to do. Oh, I love the, that movie. The, yeah. The mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do that at some point for sure. Oh God, um, the best movie. Um. So. Mephistopheles kind of considers his side of the contract fulfilled and promises to see Johnny again. Um, and his son, Mephistopheles son, his name's Blackheart. He comes to earth and seeks aid from, uh, basically like three fallen angels who've kind of, kind of bonded with the elements of air, earth and water. 
um, to find the lost contract of San Venganza, um, which is, you know, it's, it's, uh, a contract for control of like a thousand corrupt souls. Um, it seemed like that many in the balance of all of, you know, it didn't seem like a thousand. It seemed like a hundred, like whenever they like actually <laughs> yeah. came out, like, yeah. I don't know. But, um, just add 10 like, minutes to the movie's run time to see the thousand <laughs> souls run into them. Yeah. <laughs> and to get the um, helicopter scene in there, they couldn't. Right. Right. They, they had to paint Nick Cage. Like they had to cut it down. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's cut. Let's cut those uh, thousand. You know, let's cut that number down. So we gotta fit in this other shit. <laughs> um, and then you know, like also we fast forward quite a bit. It's now um, 2007 versus 1986, and um, Johnny has become a famous stunt motorcycle rider. Um, he's doing all kinds of, like, really extreme, like, uh, dangerous stunts that could kill him. He has an accident in one particular stunt. He jumps over, like, a bunch of semi-trucks and, like, his motorcycle doesn't land quite right. And he looks like he should have died. Um, but he kind of woke up, they put some sunglasses on him, and he walked out of there like nothing happened. That's your um, first scene with your favorite actor, Michael. <laughs> oh, Donald Logan. He's Donald not my Logan. favorite, but he's uh, he's just he always brings he always brings a certain you know <laughs> to uh, to comic book movies. Yeah, <laughs> he is preparing for his next stunt, which is jumping over a football field, and um, uh. He, you know, at first they decided they wanted some cars in there that he'd jump over, and then he flipped the script last minute, and he was going to be jumping over like a bunch of helicopters that were like actively <laughs> running. Um, and this is where he runs into his former sweetheart, Roxanne Simpson, who is, you know, they had a little, a little moment when they were younger, and then, you know, he didn't. He didn't see her for a while, partially because of her dad, and also he was grieving his father and felt really lost. But, you know, they're grown up. She's now a news reporter. Um, and, you know, she's trying to interview him, and he's trying to, like, get to know her, maybe go out with her, and, you know, doesn't really do a good interview. But, that whole um, like scene on the freeway where he catches up with them is like so yeah. bad. Like the worst. That's the worst. Yeah. Like yeah. green screen in the whole movie. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. <laughs> like the the okay. the effects of making him look like a fucking skeletal ghost rider is more believable than them driving down the highway. Jesus Christ! I know <laughs> it's so yeah. bad. They, I <laughs> probably saw here. the worst green screen I've ever seen in my life, and it was this like movie about the Olsen twins when they're like like preteens basically, and they're like in Paris. Oh yeah, and there's like oh. a, you know what I'm talking about. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's in the title. Um, yeah, it's. I think that it, movie yeah, uh, has a video game too. 
Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but they like are walking through art museums and they're literally like walking in place and like the the whole art museum is green screened and the paintings are like flying through the room and it's like, it's just so bad. I was like I don't think I've ever seen anything worse than this scene. <laughs> but wow. I should get back to the movie though at hand. Um it's called It Takes Toi. <laughs> oh that was a good one yeah that was good um so johnny convinces roxanne to uh go on a, a dinner date um and you know she she's like meet me at, at 8 p.m don't be late and of course he's late and you know in addition to that this is one of yeah. my favorite well, sad scenes of the movie is she's oh, at the restaurant and just yeah. it's like a really bad comedy. She's like, no, keep the wine coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like so over the, the top. Thing. And then, and then she for, like asks the waiter, she's like, am I know. pretty? And he's like, Diva fucking Mendez in the 2000s. What the fuck? Like, of course you are. Of course you are. The chokehold uh, that woman had on movies that were coming out at that time. Too Fast, Too yeah. Furious. Uh-huh. Like, Ghost Rider, Hitch, you know? Yep. Like, she, yeah. Um, right. Fucking come on. <laughs> that was, I'm really angry about that. I don't know, I know. why. How did, why didn't the, the waiter so miss an opportunity? You know? Yeah. I know. So stupid. fake-ass acting. Mm. Um, but anyways, I... Obviously, he he doesn't go. I was going to get there. I was going to build it up a little bit. But, like, Mephistopheles kind of meets, r- runs into Johnny again. He shows up, and he's telling him how he's going to be, like, this ghostwriter, and he's got some business to do for him. Real quick, real quick. Um, how, do we, okay. how do we feel about Nick Cage, Johnny Blaze's apartment in this movie? Is it it's one sick. room? It's pretty sick. Is it, yeah. it's is pretty it one sick. big room is all I have to yeah, I mean, like, no. ask. It's like a garage. warehouse loft. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's studio. Yeah. yeah. It is cool. It just seems like a like tricked out garage. Oh. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It I, is it's cool. my favorite. I remember even as a kid, I was just like, I just loved the beginning of the movie. Just like being in that apartment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with all his toys, you know, eating his candy eating and watching, his, yeah, <laughs> candy watching yeah. like monkey movies. Why? If you're a kid, you're yeah. like, this is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, yeah, and he reads a lot of books about, um, you know, what he's going through about like demons and the devil <laughs> and curses and, um, anyways, uh. Mephistopheles makes Johnny the new ghostwriter and offers to return his soul if he defeats Blackheart, his son. <laughs> um, so Johnny for- transforms into the ghostwriter who is a flaming skeleton wearing motorcycle gear. Um, that you know, his flesh burns off and he. That part's really cool. I gotta say, it is. Yeah. he loses yeah. most of his vocabulary. Are cool. All the acting is like yes. so extra; it's incredible. Yes, when he's like looking in the mirror, just going ah, like that. <laughs> it kills yeah. me every time. Yeah, <laughs> pure Nick Cage right there. <laughs> yeah, I know his like his like painful like you know ah, like I don't know. I feel like I feel like he. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Do you think he wrote that scene? <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe that's one of the ones I really do. I feel like that's like a signature. (laughs) 
And then I'm yeah. gonna go over here and go. Ugh. Yeah. I feel like I feel like maybe the I feel like Nick Cage wrote the scenes where he's like eating the jelly beans out of the martini glass <laughs> and watching the monkey yeah. videos. I feel like that's yeah. Nick Cage. Yeah, you know, yeah. all the stuff with Karen Carpenter is totally him. Yeah, that's like, Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. about his character that yeah. feels yeah. like added on is definitely just him. What about like it? So you said that there all the voice like filters and stuff they did, but is that still Nick Cage doing those lines? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they just put it through the process. Of gotcha. That. Gotcha. So those are all the worst lines. Yeah. Yeah. Real bad. Um, he rides through town, destroys a lot of shit along the way, <laughs> and he gets to this like, I I don't know what it is. Is it like a a, a train like? Like Not a train a yard. Depot, mm -hmm. A train yard. I would, yeah, that's a better yeah. word for it. And there's like, you know, Blackheart and his three goons um, that have these like kind of elements, the earth, water, and I don't know. When I was watching this, I've been I've been rewatching the um, Avatar, the Last Airbender, and the Legend of oh, Korra. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> nice. they're literally just like <laughs> yeah. different the elements. Vendors, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, in the game, you have to collect different element orbs to defeat different bosses and stuff like that. So nice. I feel like in this going. movie, he just figured yeah. out. He just kept figuring out every time. I just heat them up. I like, get yeah. them hot. Them up. Yeah. <laughs> a way to get them hot, and they'll, they'll die. Like he, he's kind of like Zuko. I don't know. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, <laughs> Are we gonna do the M Night Shyamalan, The Last Airbender? No, no, we're not. <laughs> oh no, we are not doing that. I saw that movie in theaters. Oh sorry. I'm shit! So sorry for you. That had Dev Patel in it, right? That uh -huh. was one of his. Oh, that yeah. poor man. I yeah. Yeah. I know. yeah, I feel bad for him too. Also saw the Dragon Ball Z live action movie in theaters. Oh yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, oh we're not we're not doing oh. that one either. I'm sorry. Oof, oof. Too painful. I think those are like the two of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> mm -hmm. Suicide Squad, the first one's pretty bad. Oh, that's up there yeah. too. I saw that in yeah. theaters too. And I, I was so too. mad. Yeah. Do you have any taste? I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the that's the way you do. You go see a movie, it's really bad, and then you just keep doing that. Wear it like a badge of honor. Yeah. It's your yeah. purple heart. I see good movies. And and eventually bad movies. you see a good one and you're like, okay. Yeah. My life's worth it. I just saw Nope yeah. and IMAX. That was really good. Nice. That's the perfect oh, yeah. movie to see in IMAX too. It's yeah. And also, Vengeance is really good. B.J. Novak's new movie. Oh uh, yeah, um, I really want to see that. Yeah. I was I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't know it. It was super funny, and it was just a good like murder mystery. Yeah. No, I'm gonna definitely check that out. Um. So. Where am I? At? Um. I, I guess when he like tells people to like look into his eyes, it's called like the the penance stare, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that like uh, causes mortals to feel the pain, um, all the pain they've caused others. Um, but I I guess I'm getting ahead of myself. So he he defeats the like earth guy he like rams him with a truck and then he like comes out with his chain and like wraps it around <laughs> him and burns him up 
And then everyone leaves. And so he's like, I guess on his way home and he sees like someone mugging Rebel Wilson and, uh, you know, pins him to the wall. This guy tries to stab him in the shoulder. He like melts his fucking pocket knife. <laughs> and then, um, does the penance stare and has them stare into his really eye socket. And then there's like a flaming spiral of like visions of like, you know, all the bad things he's done to innocent people. And then Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. when he goes away, it looks like his eyes are just like, like, like charred stone or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, um, but he doesn't kill. He doesn't. Uh, that surprised me. He doesn't. He's not killing these people. He's just leaving them like kind of like blinded rockheads. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it seems like they might be dead, but I guess he doesn't. <laughs> I, de- I guess he doesn't. I feel like that guy was still moving around. I don't know. Regardless, it's a fucked <laughs> yeah. up existence. After I would that. like to know yeah. what happened yeah. to them after. But because because in the end of the movie, he does that with Blackheart. I am jumping really ahead of myself to the climax, basically. But I mean, lots Black of therapy. Abby, yeah, that's what happens to those <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, yeah, I, I guess he kind of like like sears or burns their soul, and in, in, in a way. But he, you know, the next day he, um meets this man who you know we we call him the caretaker who just somehow knows all about the ghostwriter's history he knows he made a deal with mephistopheles and he knows what he's going through he knows about the contract he knows all this shit and um he assures johnny that like what happened was real and that it will happen again especially at night and when he is near an evil soul so johnny well i read uh one of the things that foreshadowing the reason you know that the caretaker used to be a um a ghost rider is because he left the exact amount of glasses of water for Johnny Blaze to drink when he wakes up. Honestly, yeah. what? I thought I thought that was wild. I'm like, why are there so many of them? Like, I don't know. Also, this guy's playing. You'll be thirsty Samuel when you yet. wake up. Yeah, <laughs> I always needed exactly mouth. seven glasses of water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you've been out drinking the night before mm-hmm. and you wake yeah. up and you're like ah. <laughs> um, I'll be me at Fester next year <laughs> <laughs> um, so Johnny leaves the caretaker he needs to go find Roxanne um, actually no I think he just goes home and Roxanne finds him I think mm-hmm. is what happens and uh you know, she had been reporting on the uh, the aftermath of the events that happened the night before, and um, he's trying to explain to her what has happened. Also, before she showed up, he was, like, reading a book and trying to control his, like, firepower um, abilities. But anyway, she shows up, and he's trying to explain to her what's going on, and she, like, doesn't buy it. And she was like, okay, I'm either going to take you to a mental hospital or like never fucking talk to you again because <laughs> this is nuts. And um so uh she's also she like gets in the car and leaves after that, right? Yeah, yeah. she gets in the car and leaves. Um 
she's also, I think, like, going out of town, or supposedly, uh, or she, she tells them before she leaves that she's going out of town or whatever, but she's, like, There's not some convinced. reporting that needs done in Kansas. I gotta get out there and <laughs> yeah. do that reporting. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. And she, you know, walks away in disbelief, leaves, and then he leaves his apartment, home, whatever, and uh, there's a bunch of cops that kind of corner him in an alley and they take him in for questioning and imprisonment. Um, these are the... the <laughs> you, you murdered know, this kinda, person. <laughs> you Yeah, they're blaming him for Blackheart's murders, really. Because uh, Blackheart had gone into a bar, like killed a bunch of people, made him turn purple. Mm. And, oh, you know, yeah, for Blackheart's murders. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and also, like, whenever that happened, Mistopheles came in and was like, what are you doing here? And they, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. didn't really mm-hmm. have much of an interaction, but... Um, that whole end of the line, I'm going to be better than you, dad. Just, dad. Just, like, really <laughs> <laughs> just like, as if we didn't see that coming. It's just like, oh, it's like... Yeah. It's like, if you wrote, I am your father, but made it really, really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, so, yeah, Johnny is, like, you know, gets thrown into prison with a bunch of these guys that are trying to pick on him, and so he, like, turns into the ghostwriter, knocks them all out, except this, like, teenager that's, like, in there, and then he just passes out, because he's like, what the hell? But he takes one of the, the other guys, um, in jail, he takes their, like, leather jacket, because he's like... Nice jacket. <laughs> um, <laughs> Literally and, nice jacket. Yeah, and then like melts the bars and walks out and he um you know is going after Blackheart and his dudes. Um and um uh, he ends up this time he ends up killing the air angel. Um uh and then he returns to the caretaker, and um, the he kills the ca- air angel by just like making the air around him hot. And mm-hmm. yeah, just- yeah, it seems I think, I think it's like taking out the uh, uh, taking out of taking the oxygen out of the air is how I interpreted it. So okay, because like with fire, so it eats oxygen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, so what's an what's an air angel without the air? You know, right? Just yeah. an angel, yeah. lame. <laughs> Yeah, reminds me of when, like, the the one guy in The Legend of Korra who gets airbender abilities, he's, like, putting a bubble around Korra's head and, mm-hmm. like, suffocating her type yeah. of shit. Also, uh, um, uh, in Fantastic Four, same deal with Miss, uh, Mr. Fantastic stretching himself around with the hose. and Yeah. Yeah. I thought a lot about Fantastic Four when I was watching this movie, too, because that came out around the same time, too, I think. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And people hate that movie, too. I, they really hate yeah. that movie. I also don't love it. <laughs> yeah. I've seen good. this one way more than I've seen that one. Well, this one's way better just yeah, for, for sure. at least for Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. It's funnier. It's more It's more interesting just because it's so w- weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's a real asset to uh, filmmaking. It's too long, though. <laughs> this movie's too long. It's too we long. haven't said I that one too long. But, like, yeah. yeah, way too like, long. Agreed. This movie could have been a really rewatchable hour and a half, and it's mm-hmm. it's a little slog to rewatch it um, because it, of the length. 
And it's weird because it is so long, but you don't, I feel like they kind of cheat on like the character development and like him learning how to use his powers and yeah. stuff. So I'm like, how the fuck is this so long? But they don't mm -hmm. show, they, they, they just tell they don't show, you know, and yeah. they should yeah. have done the opposite. Yeah. It's like or they spend really, more uh, time on moments that don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I always hate when comic book movies uh, labor over the, the like origin story. Mm -hmm. You can get, like you're saying, you can get so much done by just like, showing a few things. Mm -hmm. uh, I really loved how the Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton just like did that in the credits. They yeah. Didn't have yeah. to like rehash the whole thing. And then you just get into a story with the character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I would yeah. cut out the whole beginning part of this movie oh, with yeah. like young Nicolas Cage. Like that mm -hmm. doesn't need to be there to start with him as an adult, have like him say a couple lines about his dad and like he could just be telling that story at a bar or something. Yeah. Right. Like, it, yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. A bar with like candy and like in his like in his yeah, class. Exactly. Start, God. You still Open. get all the shit. Yeah. You just like yeah. he's saying, like, man, this fucking demon like <laughs> took my soul. And then yeah. he's like shoots back yeah. some jelly beans. Candy. We why are we not in the writer's room for this right <laughs> I now? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't get it. They should let us take on the new. The, we'll revamp it for Marvel. I'm yeah, MCU. I'm. We'll get paid. We'll make it better. Really <laughs> yes. interested to see what the second movie's like because I've never seen it, but I've I've heard it's really good or like for me, much me saying it's good is like it's better than this one. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You're it's not like the first an improvement person on this one. It I've, I've heard other people say it. Idris Elba, which you know, come on. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean. Uh, Nick Cage, hard. Idris Elba, like, it, it's perfect. Yeah. It's hard to come by, I feel like, when you find a sequel that's better than the original. Mm -hmm. It's usually never the case. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but... True. I mean, I, I think Dark Knight, Paddington Bear 2, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Those are the three. That's, a, that's, that's the Holy Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> now Ghost Rider 2. Yeah. <laughs> the the four rider uh four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, whenever um Johnny returns to the caretaker, um the caretaker is telling him about his predecessor named Carter Slade. Um, a Texas Ranger who hid the contract of San Venganza. Um, you know, and they're like staring at his grave and talking about it. And then um, the caretaker also tells him like, you know, like any family, any loved ones you have, like Blackheart is going to go after them. Um, so, uh, Roxanne goes to Johnny's place to try to find him. His, like, I guess manager, Mac, is there. Um, and then Blackheart shows up. He kills Mac. And he, like, you know, threatens Roxanne. She's kind of purple when he finds her, but not not quite there. Um, but, uh, yeah, Johnny, it, he first goes to find Roxanne's, like, you know, little camera guy, um, news reporting camera guy. And he does, he says that she's out looking for him. So he goes home, finds Roxanne, also finds Blackheart and Dead Mac. And Blackheart dead is Mac. like, <laughs> Dead Mac. Yeah, I need it. to a legend. How did, yeah, how yeah. did you feel about that, Michael? Just so yeah, unceremoniously. I, I, I'm curious. It hurt, it hurt. So it, unceremoniously. Know, he, didn't of, he didn't get a lot of screen time. He was just sort of like, 
what the fuck's wrong with you? And then he died. That was more or less his role. <laughs> but did, uh, did you see? I'm so worried. <laughs> it, did you see the scene where Donald Logue's playing like a Johnny Blaze video game, like a like yeah, a motorcycle yeah. video game? They're in like the, the yeah. Or, like, yeah. The, yeah. I saw that and I knew like I mean obviously you texted earlier and said you're gonna like stream the game right then I saw that and I was like it's probably the same fucking game (laughs) (laughs) it's not it's not but it it's not too far away made by the same developer yeah yeah (laughs) no yeah Sam Barlow made that little segment (laughs) I think they did I think they I think I read what a perfect like uh what uh, marketing yeah wait is that do you want to play the game do you want to play a game a dead guy is about to play? And you should run to Walmart and go buy yourself a copy for the PS2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this game came out like what? Okay, so the the PS3... The PS3 was like already out at this point. Oh, the Johnny Blaze video game in the movie is actually a game called Krusty Demons. Oh my god! By UK games company <laughs> Climax Studios. No, that's Climax Studios. No, no, no. Dude. Climax Studios is the same studio that made the Ghost Rider game. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're totally right, Michael. Yeah. Um, it says it's somewhat similar to the plot of Ghost Rider. A group of hard riding extreme bikers are killed while performing insane stunts. Satan offers to resurrect them and make them immortal if they use their motorcycle skills to do Satan's work. What, yeah, what's it called again? Rider. What's it called again? That's literally it's it. just says yeah. crusty demons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll play that after the stream. We'll play crusty oh demons after the stream. Why, why are they crusty? Like what? Yeah. we'll find out. We'll find out after, after the. There's podcast. so many well, better from Climax Studios. We can guess why they're crusty for a few reasons. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> Two, two names that could improve, really. Rusty demons. <laughs> oh my. Sa- hey, Sam. Sam Barlow was a designer on this game too. Oh my god. Yeah. Crusty yeah. demons. Yeah. yeah. What, was that guy like in debt or something? Like, did he? I uh, no, so. Sam. I Sam Barlow right. worked at Climax Studios. Which is just an amazing name yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, do you want to do? We got this new game coming up. You want to do Crusty Demons? <laughs> well, back then you just said you're like, this is par for the course. <laughs> man i had a friend who used to he used to be a journalist for polygon is that the yeah yeah that's game? a video game site yeah and he was telling me just about just some of the bullshit that developers go through and like just the seedy mm-hmm. underbelly of working in that industry and it was it was yeah. interesting it's way harder to make a video game than it is to make a movie Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's what he was saying it took yeah. t- takes years So I guess back to the movie. Um, Blackheart, you know, is trying to fight Johnny. Johnny pins him up to the wall and is trying to do like stare into my eye thing. But Blackheart has no soul, so he's mm-hmm. like, "Doesn't work on me, bro." And <laughs> then, like... um, yeah, and then he like, uh, I guess, puts out his fire and like throws mm-hmm. him down. And he's like, "Bring me that contract, or you're, you can say goodbye to your girl," and like leaves. And, um, so, uh, Johnny returns with the caretaker. The caretaker had been approached by Blackheart earlier and was, like, kicked up, beat up a bit, um, but not dead. Um, and he, Johnny's demanding the contract from him to save Roxanne, and he grabs the shovel thinking it's in the grave of this, like, 
Slade guy, but um, uh, the caretaker takes the uh, the shovel and it smacks it against a tree, and the, the contract is in the shovel. Um, so he gives it to Johnny, and uh, hey, hey, y'all! Uh, quick update: uh, Crusty Demons for the uh, Microsoft Xbox 2006 sealed goes for about one hundred and seventy dollars. Oh my Whoa. god. Jesus. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. It's a Com- complete, hot pick, in, complete in box that's about 40 opened. So. Wow. Go. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Just opening the box reduces the price quite yeah. a bit. <laughs> the, the driving the car off the lot kind of thing, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um so before um the caretaker gives Johnny the contract. He tells him that he is more powerful than his predecessors because he sold his soul for love rather than greed. Um, then gives him the contract. And then the, the caretaker also transforms into like a ghost rider, but like on top of a horse rather than a motorcycle. Um, and then he reveals that he was actually Carter Slade. Um, so then, you know, Slade then leads Johnny to San Venganza and gives him like a lever action shotgun before bidding farewell and, um, apparently having finally shaken off the curse fades into dust as he rides away. Oh, yeah. Michael, are you talking? Because I can't hear you. You muted, Michael? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. There we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I hear a dog well, barking. He, he it's uses, chaos. It's he, on uses his last, he uses his last transform to just uh-huh. show him how to get somewhere. He could have just told him how to get there or like waited. <laughs> he could have ju- jumped on the back of the bike and then helped fight the people or something. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It's kind of He's silly. like, no, nah, this is your yeah. journey. <laughs> Again, little this bitch move, honestly. Journey. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to fight. Kill. I get it. They, yeah. They kill Too a perfectly innocent it. lizard in the desert. It's a they do. Yeah. 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 R.I.P. But now there's, there's three dogs barking on my end, so that is oh, nice. my bad. I, no, I, no, I no. It's, it's I can't harness I just, them. It's all good. Texture. Dogs on our end. Yeah, uh, dogs on our end. Y'all have dogs, so, too? I have two dogs. Yeah, I have, I have a dog too. Oh, nice. I How have no you? pets. The no dog, pets, but dog I, podcast. I grew up with a lot of pets. Um, so it's hard. I haven't had a pet since I've lived here. So it's been really hard. So I've definitely become an interloper. So as, as soon as you said dogs, I'm like, well, can I come over after this? <laughs> I mean, yeah, why not? Also, I will in. say. Yes. The Humane Society is getting like 20 beagles suddenly. So we may be fostering a beagle starting tomorrow. Oh my God. Oh my God. And like, I, we are, we don't know what age the dog is going to be. Like, it could be a puppy, it could be a senior or anything yeah. in between. Like, who knows? But like, oh maybe, maybe consider fostering yeah. if you have want my own little Snoopy. Dog. Yeah, exactly. I I have two beagles. So. That's oh. that hits close to me, Abby. Yeah, so I got cute. I got to meet that beagle while you fostering it. Oh yeah, for sure. I yeah. don't know how long we're gonna have it, but Lana was like, "Do y'all want to foster a beagle?" And I'm like, 
I mean, considering we, our landlord only knows we have two dogs and we have three. Um, and, <laughs> why not uh, add another? Yeah. yeah. Why not add another that's like, you know, only going to be hanging out for a little while. And it's little, you know. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Could be. Yeah. This is true. We don't know. Yeah. I'm like, are we going to have to watch yeah. it constantly or or not? <laughs> so do y'all have roommates too? Michael, I know you have roommates. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I live with my partner, and nice. we have a roommate. But nice. um, I moved in before me and my partner started dating, so we all have our own rooms, which is kind of nice. That um, is nice. But my room has kind of been serving as a a guest room as of lately. But I, I you know, there's definitely times where I spend my nights in in my room. This is you gotta. My room. So, yeah. yeah, I have a snake right over here. I was gonna say oh, you also have a snake yeah. and a lizard, and nice. uh, we're, we're a leopard gecko in our a living room. Gecko, yeah. yeah. So yeah, nice. we have we have a bunch of little animals hanging out here. My snake is, um, I think he's twenty three now. Oh Whoa. my god, he's, he's an old man. I mean, he's yeah. only like middle aged, really. <laughs> middle aged for a snake. Um, That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? How like, old are you, Abby? Yeah. I'm 26. 26. So, like, Damn. yeah, you and the snake could have, like, gone to high school together. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, I've only had him for, like, a year and a half. But mm-hmm. um, I, uh, yeah. That's he, cool. he's an He's an old soul. I don't know. Now, I'm, I'm just picturing, like, an animated cartoon series where Abby goes to high school with a snake. Yes. Yeah. Like Dora the Explorer, yeah. but with the talking snake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really. so funny. Oh, man. That would be cute. Um, I'd watch that. Yeah. yeah. I, I live I with would... my spouse and our two beagles. Very yeah. nice. Nice. Nice, but, fun, ha- happy sh- households. The show could be high school with lots of S's. Oh, yeah, yeah. High yeah. schools. High schools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I live by myself, and I have no pets. I have a lot of plants. Um, nice. Yeah, it's my first time living alone, which is pretty cool. So That's it's been, nice. been fucking awesome. I don't think I'll ever live with another person again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. think I would ever have a roommate again that's not yeah. like, a significant other. Yeah, yeah, if we're not fucking, then don't bother. You know, <laughs> <laughs> even if we are, maybe don't bother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lana has said like if we get a place together, and we probably are not gonna have roommates, and we'll probably mm-hmm. have to get a king size bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have like a queen, and we never sleep in my room, which is kind of funny. Like. Lana has like a full size bed. Oh, and that's small for yeah, two people. Yeah. Or maybe it's a double. I don't remember what's bigger, but it's like I the think step, full's step bigger. Down. Okay. Well then Lana's a full size bed. And um yeah, sometimes they need their space. So I yeah. we have a king size bed and I don't feel like it's big enough sometimes. Oh shit. Yeah. You need one yeah. of California was, Kings. Yeah, yeah. I need a, I want a wall to wall bed. We've been talking about like wall to wall beds. Yeah. Yeah. I I love seeing when people have like two king size beds like next to each other. That's <laughs> that's the dream. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Just go buy two king size comforters like sew them together like yes. <laughs> I'm one giant Yeah. Bed. Have yeah, y'all watched I, that? I feel like- oh, sorry, go ahead. 
Oh, I was just, nothing important. Just gonna just say that I, no matter how big the bed, I can always feel whenever someone's getting in, in with me because I'm such a light sleeper that I just automatically resent them. So yeah, I, I don't. It's gonna have to be an I love Lucy situation with just two twin size pets. <laughs> Push them together for special occasions. Yeah, yeah. for uh, for all the Christian holidays. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I just we just watched the uh, How to Build a Sex Room series on Netflix, and there's an episode that they build a sex room for a polycule. And there's like seven people in this like poly family. And so the bed is like a, a nine by seven, like wall to wall bed that they wow. build in there. And I'm like, that looks wow. amazing. I want that yeah. fucking bed. A big nest in a room. It's taking huge. up all the space. Yeah. <laughs> Very Just take like out the... five of the people. <laughs> Do what? Yeah, <laughs> minus five. five of, yeah. <laughs> I like it, like all of them, they show all of them on the bed. I'm like, that's still not enough room. Like no. you need yeah. like uh, Willy Wonka shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's like some like three little bears in the bed and one rolls over and they all fall out. <laughs> oh yeah, that room that room is very interesting that they build. That episode huh. or the episodes are weird because they like start and end like they don't start and end on one room. They like overlap, huh. but yeah, it's a good series. I recommend it. Yeah. I've been looking at the thumbnail considering it, yeah. but it's worth too. it. The host the host is very 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 good and like okay. makes the show uh worth it i would say okay Oof. hell yeah well, i yeah. should probably jump back into the yeah let's we're, we're pretty close to the end <laughs> yeah a, yeah this is the go team video nights nights yes. yeah talk about all these <laughs> yeah. sex, sex documentaries yeah after hours <laughs> um okay so yeah he gets a shotgun says goodbye to slade um then, you know, he is fighting again. He kills the angel, the water angel this time. Um, and then Johnny gives Blackheart the contract. Um, he transforms into the Ghost Rider to, like, subdue Blackheart. But then the sun rises and he's kind of powerless. And Blackheart uses the... I'm going to say for a moment, he's kind of powerless. He has learned to harness, you know, his powers. But Blackheart uses the contract to absorb, to absorb the thousand or hundred souls. Um, like and, or something. Yeah, whatever. yeah, literally. It's like, <laughs> I feel like there's not that many because they're in a small space. But um, while this is happening, um, Roxanne is there. Um, and she's, you know, trying to come after Johnny to like help him wake up or whatever. But, uh, um, Blackheart attempts to finish Johnny off, but is distracted when <laughs> Roxanne uses <laughs> Johnny's discarded shotgun to separate Coming them. Coming from Climax she... Studio. <laughs> Time to finish Johnny off. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Krusty like Demons using... Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> these names, I swear. Oh They're just smoking weed and coming up with these names. <laughs> yeah. or, or Fall Out Boy came up with all of the names. Either oh, <laughs> what if Fall Out Boy did the soundtrack for this movie? Oh my god. <laughs> I would die. They're all those amazing. names just sound like Fall Out Boy song names. I would love that. This ain't a scene, it's an arms race. Yeah, it's a crusty uh, demon. Sugar, we're going down. 
<laughs> down to hell. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Roxanne uses the shotgun until she runs out of bullets. It doesn't really do much to Blackheart. And then Johnny's like, give me the gun. She's like, but it's it's out. And he's like, give it to me. And he takes it. And it, when he grabs it, it turns it kind of like it does his motorcycle. Turns it into like a Ghost Rider cycle. Now it's like a Ghost Rider shotgun. And he shoots him. There's like a big ball of fire. It like hits Blackheart. He turns into dust. But then he's like slowly getting pieced back together by these souls and um then uh he, he keeps his body like in the shadows and out of the sunlight like a vampire might but he you know turns into um ghost rider again and uses his penance stare because blackheart not only has a soul but like a thousand souls now and um you know, it starts to render Blackheart like catatonic by burning all the corrupt souls within him and, uh, you know, defeats him. And then Mephistopheles appears and declares that the contract is complete, offers to take back the curse of the Ghost Rider and, um, you know, have Johnny not bear this burden anymore. But Johnny is like, um, determined to not let anyone else have to go through that and make another deal with him. So he declines and says that he will use his power against the demon and against all harm that comes to the innocent. And then, infuriated, Mistopheles vows to make Johnny pay and disappears with Blackheart's body. And then... Roxanne tells Johnny, like, they, I don't know, I'm just kind of fast-forwarding ahead. They're, like, at this, like, tree where he abandoned her when he was 17. And they're, like, kissing or whatever. And she's like, oh, you got your second chance. And then Johnny rides away on his motorcycle, preparing for his new life as the ghost rider. And then we end with, like, a slow... Zoom like close up of his face, and he like turns into the Ghost Rider. End of movie. So cool. Mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. He's off to go find those crusty demons and take care of them. It's <laughs> gonna jerk him out. <laughs> <laughs> gonna jerk him out of the shadows and send him back to hell. <clears throat> I will say, I feel like, you know, Ghost Rider did come out before Twilight and all that stuff, too. And I feel like uh, what Blackheart just was like Edward Cullen. You know what I mean? I think that yeah. so I think that uh, Hollywood owes a lot to Ghost Rider, honestly. Yeah. Oh, I feel definitely. like when uh, Johnny woke up after being Ghost Rider his first night, it l almost kind of looked like there was glitter on his face. Mm -hmm. It definitely made me think of Twilight. <laughs> yeah, like while in while in like the church chur or like the cemetery. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that. Man. <sighs> That's we... it. That's wow. Ghost Rider. Should yeah. we rate it? What yeah. a movie. All right. So the way we do this, uh, you, you saw the Kajillionaire episode. We give the movie a rating uh, one to ten VHS tapes. And if you half it, that's a cassette tape. Oh, cute. Um. Okay. Anybody dying to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. I I like so many things about this movie just because it's fun. It's he just brings this like goofy shit to every scene, especially when he's like transforming or he's just like 
he's he's trying he's there's more humor in this than ever should be in it and that really <laughs> saves the movie it's just like silly and it could just be so boring but it just ends up being sort of watchable from front to back it is too long it's it's absolutely mm-hmm. too long you could cut out a ton in this and the plot is just absolutely nonsense it just doesn't really yeah. have a flow to it the way they kind of like you know if they have a big fight scene like the one at the train yard nothing really comes of it they just sort of run away and you don't even really know like what's what's really transpired except for that it's over uh, <laughs> yeah. it, just, it just doesn't really hold together that well as like an edited film mm-hmm. there was um, even a moment like there there were really many moments it's where there was like just like continuity errors. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, you see Sam Elliott like sticking up his shoulder and then you see him like shirtless with his like abs in the mirror and there's like no fucking cut on him or anything. And- I, mm-hmm. I will say as for the for the comics that he is kind of like Wolverine and that he is indestructible where the movie technically in the comics, he's not supposed to feel any pain and not have any bruises or scars or whatever. But in the movie, they did give him. A little bit of that, but um, but he's not. But I I don't know. That probably is a continuity error. But I also like I don't know if that was part of like oh well he's indestructible, so he'll just be healed yeah. right. like within a they few hours or something. In the, yeah, after he has the accident, they allude to that he's indestructible. They never really say that. They never really like explicitly yeah. talk about it. So yeah, mm-hmm. he's probably healed up, but they don't really spend any time developing that as a right. character trait. Yeah, I I definitely thought about that too. I just like felt weird because they didn't Mm -hmm. really like bring it up at all directly Mm -hmm. but yeah um, i agree i think that really could have made this movie a lot better is the villain that's usually the case with these comic book movies is the villain Mm -hmm. really kind of brings it all down there's no real stakes to it It doesn't feel like yeah like uh, west bentley's not really bringing a lot to that character it doesn't feel like there's motivation behind it or anything it's just sort of like i'm bad i showed up my dad sucks Mm -hmm. i'm gonna what what is he even trying to do? He's like gonna make hell on earth or something. I don't know. It's yeah. all pretty vague. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's it is what it is. It's it's fun movie to watch. It's a it, to me like it's obviously a blockbuster success, which is something. You know, like you got the star power, <laughs> Nicolas Cage. You got like a lot of big set piece, like CGI action stuff going on, which all looks pretty decent for the time. But it just is not a good movie. It's just like as a as an A to B movie, it doesn't really like do a good job of taking you through it. Uh, it just kind of throws a lot of things at you, and you just accept them and move on. Um, yeah. They're trying to do some cool stuff in there. You bring Peter Fonda into the picture, and you got some like throwback motorcycle stuff. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I think I you know maybe I'll watch it again and. 15 more years or however long it's been since that movie came out uh but i i definitely am going to go and watch the second one now mm-hmm. just to see if i see if my memory of it being better uh is there but i'm going to give this movie a six and a half nice six VHS vhs tapes and one cassette tape nice because it was fun to watch yeah i mean i think with, with how I was going to rate it, it was always going to be very skewed in that because I, I picked it. And um, also, like, it's a lot of like, I know what this movie is, but I still just really love it. And like, it just comes a lot of like nostalgia for me. Um, just yeah. feeling like being like a teenager and thinking I can do fucking anything because I, I don't know. Just and I also like it was just a nice way for me to like uh, just 
I used to really like comic books. I still do. And so like, and I really enjoyed Ghost Rider because he was edgy, you know? And so mm-hmm. that came with that, some attachment there for me. So, um, yeah, but I mean, I can acknowledge that this movie could have been a lot better. But like, if they ever do a remake, I would happily go see it. You know, if they have Nicolas Cage play uh, Carter Slade, that would be a cool throwback since yeah. he's, he's getting fucking old at this point. Um, yeah. Not Sam Elliott age, perhaps, but, you know, around, you know, that would be cool if they ever put him in the MCU or something. Um, but for what it, for what this movie was and for what it means to me, I'm just going to give it an eight an eight VHS, eight VHS tapes because right re- it's rewatchable for me. So, yeah. Cool. I feel like the nostalgia certainly plays into it, too. Like, there's been movies in the past that I've had a really old connection with that I've, you know, rated higher for that reason. It just, like, it hits different. (laughs) It does. Yeah, I feel like it's hard to... It's always going to factor in for me, and it's a hard thing to separate, so I try not to really mess with that. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it hits you the way it hits you because it, it has a special place, and why... Why, like acknowledging that that it's not very good doesn't really do anything to dissuade you know no. that feeling yeah it could still be a fun watch and like yeah. be be critically you know not great mm-hmm. yeah. there's but, so many critically acclaimed movies that are just fucking boring honestly yeah, <laughs> you know absolutely. for sure absolutely. yeah that's a good point um i don't know do you want to go daily I think you should just go ahead and go. You're already. I feel like you're okay. already at the beginning of your review. Let's hear okay. the rest of it. Um, yeah. So I'd never seen this movie before, so I don't exactly have that same kind of attachment or feeling to it. But I, you know, I I do feel something for Nicolas Cage movies. Um, they just have a, a certain charm to it that you know makes it makes it stand out a little more um i uh yeah i I think it was too long i um i could have had it shorter if if i'm being super honest i like i mean granted i like have been trying to fix my sleep schedule lately so instead of going to bed at 3 a.m and waking up at like 11 i've been going to bed at like 11 and trying to wake up at like 7 30 and so i did kind of fall asleep halfway through and took a two-hour nap and woke up and went back and played it again mm-hmm. um not because it was boring mostly just because i was tired but i like mm-hmm. um i i do feel like it was a little too long i um i i think the story was pretty bad um it was was a lot of like action and visuals and you know cgi and um less of like uh you know the good bones that Mm -hmm. i think you need for for something to really make it complete um but it was a fun watch i was surprised with the quality of the of the cgi and the graphics um not like hella impressive as far as the the quality but like like i still like you know made a point to myself watching it that like it's it's certainly way better than i thought it was going to be considering the time it came out but um i uh i think they had a pretty decent cast you know some of the big names that were in there and um i don't know that it could have been as good without you know especially without nick cage um 
and the budget being doubled and whatnot. But um, and, <laughs> I, and I'm really curious to see what what scenes specifically he had a hand in. But um, I think I'm gonna give this a six out of ten. Nice. Um. So yeah. Um. What do right you on. think, Daily? I think that this movie is really fun to watch up in like almost up until he starts like the action parts of it. I think like, like that shit is so prolonged and like that back half of the movie is such a slog up until like Sam Elliott comes in and then like, it's kind of fun to watch again. But like, I, I think that that is like, takes so much out of what steam this movie does have the runtime takes it out of it. And for me, I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a five out of 10 VHS tapes because it's, if I did not have the nostalgia for it and I was watching it for the first time, I would be like, yeah, fuck this movie. Like I would probably give it a three if I did not have any nostalgia for it. Um, uh, but there, there, you know, the transformation scene of Nick Cage is is so good. Um, mm-hmm. And the martini glass full of jelly beans is so funny. And like, <laughs> I do love uh, some of the details here in this film. But, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I land on it. Nice. All right, that gives us an average score of six point three seven five. Nice out of ten, nice. which is uh, that's way better than it ever got. <laughs> rated yeah. <laughs> it is yeah 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 we rated because, it higher than rotten tomatoes yeah yeah like as good as the video game got yeah we're yeah. just mm-hmm. as good as the video yeah, game yeah 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 uh for the twitch viewers um i didn't want to mess up the discord call but i've been i i've had the crusty demons uh start screen playing in like the demo video playing in my screen on disc on uh, twitch that's awesome so everyone could see that that's nice. amazing. Yeah, uh, it, this movie has given so much. It's given us uh, the intrigue of one, like what is a what's a scene written by Nicolas Cage, <laughs> yes. and yeah. what is Crusty Demons <laughs> play like? And that, and that new friendship. I have I have so many new friends now. This is yeah. like, well, I'm saying yeah. I'm saying you're my friends now. I don't know if it's going Yay. the same way, but no, we're friends 100%. now. Yeah, for sure. You feel that? Yeah. I've been trying to get in with like with the mouth hole ever since I found out about y'all, and you've had me come back. I'm so thankful, and I'm like, how do I get in with this friend group? Because y'all are awesome. So hell yeah, that's well, awesome. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that. you're uh, you consider us friends, and yeah, are you a friend? You know, uh, I would definitely have you back for uh, a Neil Breen movie. That's going to oh be wild. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. The for best. Sure. You got to have a show. I got to do a screening at, at the Mouth Hole House, too. Just like do like a backyard screen of a Neil yeah, Breen movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, like a little party. We've talked about doing like a screening slash podcast episode, like live recording kind of thing. Uh, and different or, or like just talking about different ways of like, how can we do a live episode of mm-hmm. this show? Yeah, we're still kind of figuring out how to like kind of break open the format a little bit. But yeah, that'd be a fun one yeah. to do. Just screen Neil Breen and then do a live one about it. Would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like we that. thought maybe like a big one like that for maybe our like one year anniversary. Yeah. Could be could be nice. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like 
I feel like um, because we took a couple weeks off, our one year anniversary might line up with our 50th episode. That's um, fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, cool. I think so. Yeah. yeah the weather will be a little bit better. Be It'll one. be kind of cool outside. It'll be nice. Yeah, you got, nice I, I'll definitely come. I'll sit in the audience. I'll laugh. I'll clap. I'll <laughs> cheer. I'm yeah, very, I'm very ready. I'll bring my own lawn chair. You'll be on stage to talk about the movie. Oh, also that. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, also we're gonna do a, a, a like a full day long Twitch stream at some point, um, and we're gonna need people to come on for and... segments. So we may hit you up yeah. for that as well. I would love that. Um, yeah, I, that sounds like so much fun. And yeah, if it's anything like how tonight was, I'm I'm all in because this was so much fun. Awesome. Cool. Hell yeah. Love that. Well, that takes us into our what's up segment. So uh, why don't we go over those dates that you're doing again uh, real quick and then we'll see what else we have to talk about. Yeah, definitely. So I have some stand up shows coming up uh, this month of August, every Wednesday, every single Wednesday. I'm at the Bowery Vault for a weekly showcase and open mic. It's always free. Um, it's located in East Nashville. So pretty centrally located right by Mickey's and the Fox. Um, it's kind of hard to find sometimes. So I always try to preface it like what it's by. Um, and then I am at the uh, Dive Motel for the monthly stand-up show on the 21st. And then I'm at Red Bicycle on the west side on the 25th. And uh, yeah, I have a few other out-of-town dates, but unless you want to like road trip it to come see me, I'm not going to bother <laughs> sharing them. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's all that I got going on right now besides, you know, trying to keep my plants alive. Nice. Cool. Yeah. And keep a lookout for uh, Pointy Boys. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm sure you'll make a post about that. I'm excited to see that when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, it should be good. I, I, I'm watching, I'm going through and I'm, we're on the final edit. So I just have to go through and like really nitpick what I want, like finally fixed and like fixed. And, and it's just so painful because it's like, have I ever been funny? Have I ever told a joke? Have I ever been, have I ever been good looking? Like it's just like, it's so, I'm just so tired of looking at what, you know what I mean? Where no, just, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Editing so, is such the hardest part of, and I can't imagine if it's yourself. Yeah. You're editing like, yourself yeah. must be a whole other thing. It's rough. And I'm just like this, none of this is funny. This is terrible. No one's going to, you know, like it's just like trying to, so it's been, a, it's taken a while just because my own like mental health, I need to like do like five minutes and take a break. Cause then I just get very angry uh, at sense. myself, you know, but yeah, we're going to do a photo shoot for that soon for the uh, album cover. So um, pro I'm thinking October is probably when it's going to be a realistic time to like unveil it to the world. Plus skeletons, Halloween, you know, be a good time. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, jinx. Well, if you ever want to come on, if you want to come on and promo it, uh, when it, when it's actually out, you know, we'd be happy to have you back for that as well. Absolutely. Oh, I'd love that. And I'll pick, I'll pick a pointy boy movie. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, 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 the definition, definition of a pointy boy is very nuanced, but basically I can sum it, can sum it up in one person and it's Timothy Chalamet. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Did you hear the, the, the blind item about Timothy Chalamet, like, uh, pissing in bottles in his trailer yeah yeah <laughs> he gives it's weird that he gives off sometimes little incel-esque yeah. vibes to me yeah <laughs> and i think it says he's kind of i think he's kind of a nerd too and i'm yeah. just like i can fix you you may be hot but you haven't been hot your whole life i can tell you know so i'll we'll pick one of his movies for, for some yeah. reason pissing in bottles has been like back in the zeitgeist recently i've, I've I like i know I've met, I've Bro. heard it mentioned well, on so I mean, many yeah. podcasts. Uh, for Bro. one thing, I was an Amazon delivery package delivery driver. 
and <laughs> they put you out on such long shifts that you can't go to the bathroom so you have to like oh. piss in bottles on your shift yeah. it's like oh my god really That's deplorable and, yeah. And, yeah yeah my my brother fucking oh sorry i was just no, gonna say I mean, think of like fucking trailer park boys yep. yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. jugs and toss them out the <laughs> yeah it's the way of the road in, uh, 30, 30 rock too where they're all pissing in bottles in the writer's <laughs> yeah. room <laughs> my my brother a uh, big fan of pissing in bottles i hope he's not listening to this <laughs> oh no um, let's get of, it out yeah he did a lot of experimental stuff with his uh human waste <laughs> Sounds like a crusty no, demon no, to me. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, so we pissed in bottles, and then I caught him one time trying to shit out of the window and to see where it oh was. My <laughs> oh my god! And I was babysitting, and I was oh just like, "What the god. fuck are you doing?" And he like yeah, he, then, in the bathroom. <laughs> I, exactly the bathroom. But he shares the wall with the bathroom. It's not that far. Oh my god! He was like, I don't know, like twelve or some just some dumb yeah. shit you do when you're like that mm-hmm. age. And uh, lo and behold, his shit was beneath the window, so it worked. Oh my god! You know when you're twelve I, uh... and experimenting with BMs and yeah, classic I, kid, uh... you know. Yeah, I have an older brother, and when I was growing up, I would always get jealous of him, like being able to pee outside. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would pee outside all the time, and one time I did take a shit in my grandma's garden, <laughs> like for, for no fucking reason. I got in so much trouble for it. <laughs> <laughs> or like my brother would run around without a shirt so i'd like run around without a shirt and i'm like why can't i do these things yeah. too like why are you shaming me for also yeah. having nipples? like i didn't yeah. have boobs as a child like i know you per- you pedophiles like what's wrong with you <laughs> it's true i get it very woods, like everybody else <laughs> yeah. that's feminism right there baby <laughs> this is what democracy looks like <laughs> i don't i don't have any fun pissing in bottle stories but uh i do i do have a, a story uh, uh uh someone i knew at one point in time had a roommate that like came in a bowl like jerked off in a bowl and then put the bowl oh in the God. fridge that's the closest I have to a piss in a bottle. Was he freezing oh his God. eggs? I hear he's freezing <laughs> his eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like keeping it cold to like examine it under a microscope. I, I don't like... know. I do not know, but that is that's oh like that's a crusty demon. I will put the gameplay back on. Them. We all the have them in our lives. I like how we've coined a new term. Crusty demon. <laughs> like named after Some... a video game. Got some uh, skeletons in your closet and some crusty demons in your fridge. What can you do? There you go. There's here, here's crusty demons. Oh my okay. god! If y'all want to NSFW guys. Watch. Oh. Oh my god. Oh yeah. With the tongue sticking out and the little devil. That's yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, it's like Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. It is right? kind of. It's got some Tony and Hawk vibes. Like ATV Off Road Fury. What? Mm. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> My God! <laughs> is this the origin story for them? It's pretty esoteric. Oh my! God. <laughs> My God! <laughs> <sighs> 
Which reminds me like of Loki is a kind of fun looking game. No, I oh. yeah, I feel like I'd be into it. <laughs> I would too. With the in the nudie suit, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to be the cowboy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, this so is, yeah, this, this kind of is, is give- this is Custard Demons, everyone. We've been talking about it. I like it. it. Uh, here, I, would, I would play it. Look at this fucking start screen. Look at this min, look at these mini. Oh, my God. Look at Ronnie. Oh f- <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Bartram. Dan Vester. <laughs> Yeah, this, I want to be this Kenny. <laughs> this is the roundhouse kick. Uh, oh my trailer god, trailer park. park. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Let's check this out let's... real quick. I do love how working class Ghost Rider uh, is. You know, you see like the county yeah. fairs, the yeah. middle America that I think a lot of superhero movies gloss over on. So, mm. blue, co- very blue collar. Taking it back to the yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. I think this game is, is just straight up like. Oh wow, we got some weird uh, glitches going on here. Ooh. Oh, that's Whoa, funny. yeah. Look at oh. that. I'm tripping out. <laughs> Shirtless. Oh what, oh, what just happened? What did I do? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I love the flailing. The flailing. Yeah, really nice. Did you uh, hit a pothole or something? <laughs> no, I hit the I left do, trigger love... and I like, flew my dude. Flew oh, my off. God. See, look, watch it again. <laughs> Oh my god! It's like I love Nicholas Cage's uh, inconsistent like country accent that he's oh, trying. Oh, dude, yeah. the accent and oh, like bad. the accent in the video game, like the voice actor for the for Ghost Rider in the video game that's trying to do like a bad Nicholas Cage. Oh, oh. <laughs> his arm! Oh, the way it's arm. What is this blood oh, pack? Okay. What is okay. the blood You're pack? Da- <laughs> You're down to six bloods now. <laughs> Only six bloods left. Oh, oh, that's gonna hurt. that's gonna take some blood. Yeah. What happened to your bike? Man, these glitches are rad. Oh, oh my no! God. I keep fucking up. All right, let's see what's over here. Nice, you did it. You bust through. Oh no. No. Okay. All right, Bubba. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Oh, oh. oh my god! Oh my god! With the X-rays. Yeah. They're like, oh, it tells X-rays. you what's wrong. <laughs> it diagnoses you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I really want to play this. Now. Honestly, this better health care than what we have in America. So <laughs> right? I'm like, <laughs> why Brits can't we have right. a simulation? We should have some kind of game simulation where we show the doctor what we did and it fucking yes. diagnoses us. Let's see what story I agree. Like. Oh yeah, you can wrap up the podcast whenever. I'm just I'm just fucking around. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I'll go through the. Uh, there is the a. Stuff oh my god! Here. It's a comic book. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It says Twitch. It says Twitch. Oh, nice. oh my god! <laughs> it's meant to be. This is so good. This is. This is amazing. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's what? that's amazing. <laughs> I love when they turn around and look at the camera. I know. Oh. He's a vampire. A These are some Mr. Demon Devil contract. Oh. Devil contract. Devil contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, okay. Audio listeners, you're missing out. You got to come check out the video. Was this? Right. Is, oh my yeah, god! Join the Twitch stream next time yeah. and check it out. This you're this just so too much gold. This is so good. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Oh my god. All right, y'all. Uh, if you want to check us out, you can find us on Instagram at GoTeamVideo and at AMPM.Video on the Twitch stream. Check out twitch.tv slash AMPMVideo. Um, you can check out our guest on Instagram at CourtneyWarner13. And Ooh. if you're interested in checking out some music, uh, the person that made the music for intro and outro is Mike Govins. You can check him out at Gubbs Music, and the photography that we feature on the show is by Jorge Sierra, and you can check him out at Shop from the Pit. Um, and yeah, you can find the show later on YouTube if you just search AMPM video. All the episodes are uploaded there, and you can watch the video version of it on Spotify now, which is kind of cool. That's um, right. I don't hear anyone talk about that, but oh my god! This... I did. That's how I watched. It. That's how I watched. Conge- watched Congillionaire was oh, on cool. Spotify Video, oh, cool. so that was yeah. cool. Nice. Right on. Uh, will you will you write to Spotify and let them know how much you enjoyed watching <laughs> our podcast on their Absolutely. video platform? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was cool. I never had done that before. So I, I, I am a, I'm a user. I'm a subscriber. I will do it again. Yeah, Hell I think yeah. you may be the only person that's ever watched a, a video podcast on Spotify. I, that's honestly, that's an honor. You know, I'll take that to my grave. I think you might be the only, the only one in recorded history. I was like, really I, I don't even see like popular podcasts have their have video options on there like yeah I, I don't think anyone uses it i don't think so either because i i listen to like the always sunny one and the workaholics one mm-hmm, and they have video mm-hmm. but they but it's all on youtube right the, video. Right, right. the workaholics mm-hmm. one is really good i just got into that oh recently so funny it's the, like yes yeah the best episode series is like the episode where they are at the bachelor's party like the yeah, morning like the bros arc. yeah and the bros arc yeah and then the episode <laughs> yeah. right after that those two are like so good so good or when blake talks about jerking off on a plane yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the age of 12 and then they call it running it back like Durs is like you ever just like run it back in the afternoon i say that in the workplace now but like they don't know what i mean by it <laughs> You just got you points for blood loss on this, by oh, the way. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Badass. I'm playing Brother. Kenny. I'm playing Kenny, by the way. Oh, I know. Oh, Ooh. nailed that shit. Okay, Michael, take us home. Sorry. All right. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to go and check out uh, Ghost Rider, it's up on Hulu. If you have a subscription mm-hmm. right now, uh, HBO Max is fucking up. We've been trying to get them to sponsor us. We watch a lot of movies on there, and they just <laughs> Come they on, should have Ghost Rider. And they didn't have well, Ghost Rider. What's wrong with you? I think yeah. it's on Tubi TV, which is free. Also, it just mm-hmm. may have commercials. Well, guess what? Now we have even less of a chance of getting sponsored by HBO Max because Discovery Plus just bought it, and they yeah. took all the executives that were doing cool things for HBO Max away from that service. Mm-hmm. Damn, that sucks. Yep. Yeah. So next right. year, you're going to have to subscribe Boom. to Discovery Plus to get HBO Max. Ew. Yep. It's gross. Damn. It is. Fucking up HBO Max. You shouldn't. Should really? just 
held on and sponsored us and we would have really you know made you something made you into something great they were fucking owned by like warner brothers or something so it's not like they didn't have like a big backer you know what i mean right huh there's a cop out discovery bought them What's Discovery trying to do up in Dude, yeah, Discovery what, what, owns like TBS and like a bunch of shit. Like it's it's you don't damn. you don't think about it, but they actually own a lot. I like Disney. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Gonna take over like, everything. Paramount owns a lot of shit too. I they didn't do. Realize. Yeah. I'm I just, just applied for a, a few jobs at Paramount. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Oh cool. Yeah. That is cool. They own MTV, CMT. <laughs> Um, in addition All to Viacom, yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck. I hope you get one of those yeah. gigs yes. and uh, okay. you can make it better. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you want to watch the movie and then check out the podcast, I guess you're already, you've already listened to it if you've gotten this far, but <laughs> maybe, maybe you're just running this on This could be someone's first time getting this far, though. True, true. Yeah, leave us a comment. If you thought Ghost Rider was an absolute masterpiece and we're wrong, (laughs) then, uh, you know, let's fight it out in the comment (laughs) section. Or if you thought it was like a piece of absolute shit and you think that we should have been harsher on it, we can have that conversation too. Come fight me Uh, personally. Yeah. Uh, Or find Courtney Warner 13. Engage uh, in physical violence. Engage with me. I'm not afraid. I'll hit a woman. It's fine. Get in the the comments. (laughs) Try that first. Take that one sound clip, and that's just how you promote the episode. Make it the most. We did did clip promotion. That'd definitely be the piece that we excise from this episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That and all the crusty demon talk. Yeah, this is from Climax Studio. The Climax Studio, the reveal of Climax Studios. That's what it's about. It's the poster of Ghost Rider, and then a clip of you saying, "I'll hit a woman." (laughs) There you go. Watch that episode. That seems really interesting to me. I think it's gonna get. It'll get us put on a few lists. I think it's good. (laughs) We'll be shortlisted for a few things. (laughs) Yeah, maybe some of them we didn't want, but it's okay. It's, It's list season. All right. Yes, uh, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Tune in next time for Go Team Video. Right, bye. 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 See y'all, crusty demons, next time. <laughs> that should be your fan club name. <laughs> yeah. Your fan. yeah. What up, crusty right. demons? That's right. We'll check y'all later. <laughs> yeah. All right, Court. If you want to hang out, we'll uh, talk for a, little, a minute here. Okay. Okay.